who thought he could bring together fifty white kine, each with a red ear and a white calf by the side of each cow. He rode away, his hound at his heel, his hawk on his wrist, a brave steed to carry him whither he list, and the green ground under him. And he thought no more of the grey old fellow. But in the morning, when he was taking his horse out of the stable, he heard the grooms talking about a strange happening. Art, the king's steward, had gone out and had found the field at the back of the castle filled with cattle. There were fifty white red-eared kine there, and each cow had a white calf at her side. The king had ordered Art, his steward, to drive them away. The king of Ireland's son watched Art and his men trying to do it. But no sooner were the strange cattle put out at one side of the field than they came back on the other. Then down came Maravon, the king's counsellor. He declared they were enchanted cattle, and that no one on Ireland's ground could put them away. So in the seven-acre field the cattle stayed. When the king of Ireland's son saw what his companion of yesterday could do, he rode straight to the glen to try if he could have another game with him. There at the turn of the road, on a heap of stones, the grey old fellow was sitting playing a game of cards, the right hand against the left. The King of Ireland's son fastened his horse to the branch of a tree and dismounted. Did you find yesterday's wager settled? said the grey old fellow. I did, said the King of Ireland's son. Then shall we have another game of cards on the same understanding? said the grey old fellow. I agree if you agree, said the King of Ireland's son. He sat under the bush beside him, and they played again. The King of Ireland's son won. What would you like me to do for you this time? said the grey old fellow. Now the king's son had a stepmother, and she was often cross-tempered, and that very morning he and she had vexed each other. So he said, Let a brown bear, holding a burning coal in his mouth, put Cantigern the queen from her chair in the supper room tonight. It shall be done, said the grey old fellow. Then the king of Ireland's son mounted his horse, and rode away, his hound at his heel, his hawk on his wrist, a brave steed to carry him whither he list, and the green ground under him. And he went back to the castle. That night a brown bear, holding a burning coal in his mouth, came into the supper-room and stood between Cantigern the queen and the chair that belonged to her. None of the servants could drive it away, and when Maravon, the king's counsellor, came, he said, this is an enchanted creature also, and it is best for us to leave it alone. So the whole company went and left the brown bear in the supper room, seated in the queen's chair. 2. The next morning, when he wakened, the king's son said, That was a wonderful thing that happened last night in the supper room. I must go off and play a third game with the grey old fellow who sits on a heap of stones at the turn of the road. So in the morning early he mounted and rode away, his hound at his heel, his hawk on his wrist, a brave steed to carry him whither he list, and the green ground under him. And he rode on until he came to the turn in the road. Sure enough, the old grey fellow was there. So you've come to me again, King's son said he. I have, said the King of Ireland's son, and I'll play a last game with you on the same understanding as before. 
He tied his horse to the branch and sat down on the heap of stones. They played. The King of Ireland's son lost the game. Immediately the grey old fellow threw the cards down on the stones, and a wind came up and carried them away. Standing up, he was terribly tall. King's son, said he, I am your father's enemy, and I've done him an injury. And to the queen who is your father's wife, I have done an injury too. You have lost the game, and now you must take the penalty I put upon you. You must find out my dwelling place, and take three hairs out of my beard within a year and a day, or else lose your head. With that, he took the King of Ireland's son by the shoulders and lifted him on his horse, turning the horse in the direction of the king's castle. The king's son rode on, his hound at his heel, his hawk on his wrist, a brave steed.